At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawke as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. special late night edition of the wrestling delorean podcast i'm your host mike de niro like always today we have a super stack show we're gonna be talking all about the allegations that rock the wrestling world the investigation of vincent kennedy mcmahon and his scandalous affair we're also going to be talking about tonight's episode of smackdown and give a little bit of our thoughts on this past wednesday's aew dynamite but before we get into all that, I want to thank all my wrestling fans from all over the world. Thank you so much for riding with the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday here, wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Thank you so much for riding with us. We appreciate all our fans from all over the world, Mexico, Canada, Ireland, the UK, Germany, Australia, of course, the United States. The list goes on and on. Thank you so much for riding with the Wrestling DeLorean. If you don't already, follow the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast on Instagram at Wrestling DeLorean Pod. Follow on TikTok at Wrestling DeLorean Pod. And follow on Twitter at W underscore DeLorean Pod. Ladies and gentlemen, I've been making a bunch of appearances. And I want to give a shout out to all the podcasts that show me love. First and foremost, shout out to the Circle of Debate for having me on weekly. Shout out to you. I love you guys. Thank you for always showing love. Follow the Circle of Debate. Follow my homies at Top Rope Wrestling Podcast. Follow Dirty Heels. Follow the whole league of extraordinary podcasts. Those are my homies. But right now we're going to get into the Super Stack Show. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a special late night edition of the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. So thank you for allowing me into your Friday night routine like you do every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday here on the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. 
I usually put out the podcast in the morning, but I made the announcement on Instagram that there has been so much crazy wrestling news in the last two days. And with the announcement that Vince McMahon was going to be on this episode of SmackDown tonight, I wanted to hold off because I didn't want to give you my reactions to that four days later. I wanted to give you my reactions to that the night that it happened. Now, there ain't much to react about if you know exactly what happened, but we're going to be talking all about SmackDown. Like I said, we'll get into some of our thoughts on uh, Wednesday's AEW Dynamite. We already gave a lot of our thoughts in depth on the Circle of Debate, so check out the Circle of Debate from last night, episode 106. This is episode 220 of the Wrestling DeLorean podcast, and thank you so much for all my Wrestling DeLorean passengers that have been riding from day one. Also, big birthday shout-out to the homie Mean Gene from Three Falls Brand. Speaking of Three Falls Brand, why don't I let Mean Gene tell you what it is? Hey, listeners. This is Mean Gene of Three Falls Brand. Are you a fan of wrestling? Are you also a fan of rock music? If so, check out threefallsbrand.com for all your WrestlePunk merch. We've got tons of wrestler and band mashup designs to choose from, whether it be RVD and Black Sabbath, Atsushi Onita and the Lower Class Brats, Doink the Clown and the Addicts, or Mortis and the Misfits. We've got you covered. Also, follow us on Instagram at 3FallsBrand. Again, check us out at 3FallsBrand.com and on Instagram at 3FallsBrand. Thanks, and continue enjoying this episode of the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. Definitely support 3FallsBrand on 3FallsBrand.com, home of not only the best rock and wrestling merchandise on the planet, but... The home of the Wrestling DeLorean podcast merchandise. Three dope-ass designs. Check out Three Falls brand. Support Three Falls and support the Wrestling DeLorean podcast by picking up a shirt. I appreciate all the love and support. All right. Let's talk about all the shit that's been going on in the wrestling world. We didn't talk about it on our show on Wednesday because the news didn't break yet. And I did get into it a little in-depth on the Circle of Debate last night. But news broke via the Wall Street Journal. You know shit's serious when it made it to the Wall Street Journal. That there is some scandalous bullshit going on in the WWE. Vince McMahon supposedly has a $3 million cover-up. An affair with a paralegal. A former paralegal for the WWE. Not only did he have an affair with this woman that he was working with, but quote-unquote, he then passed her down like a toy to John Laurinaitis, who also had an affair with her. There's a lot of crazy shit going on. There's a big investigation. There's a private company investigation. And it was announced today that Vince McMahon has, for the time being, for the length of the investigation, stepped down as chairman and CEO of the WWE. It was also announced today that taking his spot is no none other than his own daughter, Stephanie McMahon. So, when I heard that, I put the kibosh on the episode I was supposed to do this morning. And I said, I'm going to have to wait until tonight after SmackDown. Because it was also announced that Vince McMahon will be appearing on SmackDown. And the whole world wants to know, what does Vinnie Mac got to say? What is he going to say? Is he going to bring up the allegations? Is he going to apologize? Is he going to talk about stepping down as the chairman of the board? Now, before I get into what actually happened on SmackDown, I'm going to get my thoughts on this. I talked about it last night on the Circle of Debate. I told him, and I'm going to tell you guys now, if you guys didn't check it out, I 
am not surprised. We're talking about the man who used to kiss the divas on air. He used to display on television his affairs. All jokes aside, this is not the first time Vince McMahon has been brought up with allegations such as this. I remember allegations uh, a couple years ago that Vince McMahon, he was making moves on, I believe it was either a massage therapist or a tanning salon uh, worker or someone. He made a move on them that was unconsensual. That was a lawsuit that I believe just like went quiet. Um, Yeah, I mean, I believe also... Vince McMahon has acknowledged that he's cheated on Linda numerous times in the past, but it's just not surprising to me that this is going on. I'm not one of these fucks that come on their podcast and be like, I knew Vince McMahon was a scumbag. I knew this was going to happen. I hope he goes away forever. I'm not like that. Look, to who's its own, live your life. I, I don't condone what he did. I don't condone the passing her off to his uh, to his friend, John Laurinaitis, afterwards. But I do have to say that the part that I am most intrigued with was the $3 million NDA. Vince McMahon tried to cover this up. And now, with this coming out, this is definitely going to tarnish the legacy of Vince McMahon. We heard that Netflix had this big high-budget documentary coming out for Vince. Um, There was rumors years ago that there was going to be a biopic of Vince McMahon called Pandemonium that supposedly the WWE was working on, and it was still in production up until, what's it called, as far as as close as I remember hearing, it was still in production about, what's called, four months ago. So this is, you know, a bit of a black eye on the legacy of Vince McMahon. I know a lot of people are saying he really didn't step away. I was listening to Sean Ross Sapp on Fightful saying that, you know, he's still ahead of creative and this really makes a difference if he gives up his spot in creative because Vince is still calling the shots. I'll tell you this right now. I I don't think that Vince McMahon is going to get out of these allegations scot-free. I think that this is a temporary step down of his duties as CEO and chairman, but I think that it will become permanent once the investigation is over. Now, if you believe what is being told, what's being said, there is more into the story, a lot more that is still being revealed. Who knows how deep this gets? And for Vince McMahon to step down as CEO... While this investigation is going on, tells me it gets pretty deep. Now, this is not the first time that Vince McMahon has stepped down as CEO during an investigation. If you remember the steroid trials, Vince McMahon stepped down during that time and made Linda McMahon the CEO up until 2009, in which he regained his spot as CEO of the WWE. He's stepping down again here during another investigation. It's going to be really interesting to see where this goes, but I'm telling you this one way or another, I think this may be the start of the end of Vince McMahon owning the WWE. 
way before all this, I've been saying that Vince McMahon is probably working on a sale. I believe, in my opinion, that Nick Khan was brought in to, you know, make the company look nice, get rid of some of the talent so you could make the budget, you could cut the budget down, make the company look real nice and polished, and then boom, you sell it to an NBC Universal, you sell it to a Disney, you sell it to a Fox. I don't know if this, you know, ruins those plans, but I could see if this starts to tarnish the legacy, I could see them wanting to sell it quicker and sooner and not have Vince a part of the company. It's it's really interesting. I think that more is going to develop as we go on in the next couple of days or so. I, in my opinion, just don't think that Vince McMahon gets out of this scot-free. I'm not wishing ill will on the man, but at this point, with you know these allegations coming out, his age, maybe it's best he just steps out of the public spotlight for a little bit. Or maybe it's best if he just steps out of the public spotlight altogether and just retires. I don't know. Sean Ross Sapp also said today on his live stream on YouTube that a lot of the talent is ecstatic that they're going to be working for Stephanie McMahon. Stephanie McMahon is thoroughly liked by the talent. So I think that that's going to be interesting also going forward. If the morale starts to, you know, boost a little bit in the WWE. Not saying it was bad, but, you know, WWE's been business as usual for like the last 10 years. Let's see what happens now when you have someone else at the helm, at the top. Especially somebody who's respected by her peers. Somebody who the talent is actually excited to work for. We'll see what happens. Also, shadowing these big allegations was the news that Raj Geary reported on Wrestling Inc. Shout out to Wrestling Inc. The first uh, website and publication to post articles about the Wrestling DeLorean podcast. So I always got a special place in my heart for Raj Geary and Wrestling Inc. But... Wrestling Inc. reported that Sasha Banks was indeed released by the WWE. It came out later on that Sasha Banks' attorney is working on getting her released. It's still kind of confusing right now whether she's released from the WWE or not. It definitely seems like it's coming soon. But that is major news if Sasha Banks is indeed released by the WWE. Because the WWE... First of all, it's kind of ironic how they made Sasha Banks and Naomi seem like the most unprofessional people for walking out. But then these allegations about Vince McMahon comes out. But Sasha Banks is a mega, mega, mega star in the women's division. And I feel like if she does continue wrestling, if she goes to any company, she's going to change the face of women's wrestling for any company. I know the sexy pick would be Sasha Banks going to AEW. But shit, what if Sasha Banks goes to an Impact Wrestling? We talked about it last night, once again, on the Circle of Debate. It was my boy Dan from Cage My IQ. Shout out to Cage My IQ. Make sure you download Cage My IQ and support that dope-ass podcast. Talk about MMA, talk about wrestling is a great podcast, but... It was report. I mean, it was said by Dan from Cage My IQ 
you know, everything that she wants in the WWE, Impact Wrestling already does. The women's division is constantly being showcased. The women's tag team champions are constantly being showcased. And that just shows that she would probably be happy going to a company like Impact Wrestling. And think about the splash Impact Wrestling would make if they hired a Sasha Banks. Somebody with mainstream appeal. Somebody who's on The Mandalorian on Disney+. Plus. Somebody who is cousins to Snoop Dogg. But not only that, it's not like she's wrestling on those laurels. A former multi-time WWE Women's Champion. A former WrestleMania headliner. Not many women has main events at WrestleMania. Only five could say they did. Sasha Banks is one of the five. Out of damn near 40 WrestleManias, this year was WrestleMania 30, what, seven or eight? Damn near 40, Sasha Banks is one of the five women to main event WrestleMania. You mean to tell me that that's not a major pickup by a company? I don't think it's going to be a thing where WWE... Well, it's not a thing where Sasha Banks needs the WWE. I think the Sasha, I think Sasha Banks would be well enough on her own. So with that being said, Sasha Banks, if she is indeed leaving the WWE, that is a major news story that is not really being talked about too much because of these Vince McMahon allegations. And for everyone saying, oh, well, now Stephanie is the, uh, the chairwoman, not chairman, chairwoman, so, maybe Sasha Banks would want to stay with the WWE. I don't think so. I don't think Sasha Banks wants to stay with the company that made her, made her out to seem like the most unprofessional person in the world. And then the chairman of the fucking board is over here, you know, paying off women to keep quiet about their affairs. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. So, it's, it's going to be really interesting to see what happens in the next coming months. Because right now... Wrestling news has been on fire. I feel like every day it's something new, something new that's groundbreaking and fucking, you know, breaking news. Fucking Paige left the WWE. There's so much news that's not been talked about because of this shit. Paige left the WWE. Who knows if we're going to see Paige in another company trying to step back into the ring soon. That would be crazy to see Paige back in the ring. Think about if Paige gets cleared, medically cleared to wrestle, and a company is able to pick up Paige and Sasha Banks. That is a game changer. But anyway, when we come back from this commercial break, we're going to be talking about SmackDown from tonight. So stay tuned. we got a lot to talk about. Protesters and supporters alike are lined up outside the United States Supreme Court this afternoon as a decision in the most hotly debated case in years is set to be delivered. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Sir, I graduated the top quarter of my class. We, we just, just don't, don't have a spot for you. 
starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington for challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court and Academy Award nominee William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. My chief qualification being I'm uncontroversial. You know how we both ended up on the Supreme Court? Politics? Damn right. This may be the longest of shots, but it's also the last chance for a lot of women. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. I'm trying to get you to stand for something, man. Now go to it. Listen to Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Protesters and supporters alike are lined up outside the United States Supreme Court this afternoon as a decision in the most hotly debated case in years is set to be delivered. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case Roe v. Wade. Sir, I graduated the top quarter of my class. We, we just, just don't have a spot for you. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington for challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. My chief qualification being I'm uncontroversial. You know how we both ended up on the Supreme Court? Politics? Damn right. This may be the longest of shots, but it's also the last chance for a lot of women. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. I'm trying to get you to stand for something, man. Now go to it. Listen to Supreme, The Battle for Roe, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The man, the king, the god of this shit, Nick fucking Gibbs. And you know how I start this off. Shout out to all my MDK gang members around the world. Shout out to all my boys locked up in the cells. Easter flock. Shout out to my hate club. Rest in peace, Big Nate Hatred. And rest in peace, my brother Justice Payne. And I'm sending this video to my motherfucking boy, my gang member, Mike De Niro. And Mike, I want to start this off by saying thank you, man, for repping the MDK gang the right way. I want to say thank you, like I tell the rest of the people, and I keep telling them and telling them, Mike, if it wasn't for you or the rest of the gang, me, Nick Gage, I wouldn't be here right now, Mike. And I definitely wouldn't be doing what I love. That's professional deathmatch wrestling. So I just wanted to say thank you, Mike. And I want to let all my MDK gang members know to go check out the Wrestling Delarain podcast. I was on it. It was a dope-ass podcast. We had awesome conversation. It was one of my favorite podcasts I did. 
and I don't do too many. And I've done some big ones. And this one was one of my favorites. So go check out the Delarane Podcast every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. They do this shit three days a week. So from the king of this shit, from the god of deathmatch wrestling, go check out the Delarane Podcast. And remember, they do it three times a week. They ain't slacking, they're on top of their game. They do it Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And you know what it is. It's MDK all fucking day. And Mike, I would love to be on your podcast again, man. Alright, so let's get into SmackDown. I'm not going to be talking too in-depth about everything that happened tonight on SmackDown, but I will talk about the opening segment, and I will talk about the ending segment. SmackDown started out with Vince McMahon, which I, I figured Vince McMahon was going to start out the show, and the whole talk of the wrestling world all day was, what's going to happen? Is Vince McMahon going to talk about the allegations? Is he going to talk about stepping down as CEO? Is he going to address any of the shit that's been in the wrestling news for the last 48 hours? And the answer is... No. Vince McMahon legit came out with his, you know, jolly old self doing his patting in Mr. McMahon walk. Comes out, gets on the mic, butters up the crowd a little bit, saying, Here in uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Trying to get the crowd all, you know, hype and cheer for him. Trying to be a babyface during this real hillish period for him. And then he basically says the signature at the beginning is what the WWE is all about. Then, now, forever, and most importantly, together. In other words, people, people saw that and they are all like, oh, well, basically this man said nothing, right? But you got to read between the lines. Read between the lines. Take a second and think about what he's saying here. The WWE is then, now, forever, together. This McMahon didn't come out there just to show face. In other words, what I decoded that as was Vince McMahon was saying that the WWE will be here then, now, and forever. As in, with him or without him. In my opinion, that was Vince McMahon saying without saying it that no matter what happens in these investigations, if this is indeed the end for me, the WWE will go on. Am I the only one who thought that? Maybe I'm grasping at straws. Am I the only one who thinks that when Vince McMahon says the WWE is then now forever while he's going through a public investigation and is also stepping down as chairman... Does that not mean that he is saying that regardless of what happens, the WWE will be here with or without him? I was so hyped for this all day. Just to see what it, what was going to be said. And in the end, Vince McMahon said a whole lot in just three or four sentences. So, for everyone who was disappointed about that, which I initially was, but then I thought about it, 
for everyone that was initially disappointed, hopefully now you can have a little bit more clarity. But in my opinion, Vince McMahon was saying that regardless of what happens, the WWE is in good hands and it's going to be around forever. This was a phenomenal episode of SmackDown. And I feel like it was all due to the main event. We had an absolute barn burner main event for the WWE Universal and World Heavyweight Champion, the Undisputed Champion, Roman Reigns and Riddle. This was fucking great. I was happy that this match happened. I wanted this match to happen. I figured this match was going to happen a couple weeks ago. I didn't expect these two guys to have the type of chemistry that they had. Absolute phenomenal matchup with a lot of near falls. I thought there was a couple opportunities for, not opportunities, but there was a couple times in this matchup that Riddle may have pulled out the upset. I thought that maybe the WWE wants to, you know, have Riddle win the match and have a shocking end to SmackDown just to keep, you know, people watching week to week. But regardless, they did have a shocking end. Roman Reigns wins the matchup after a phenomenal, what was it, like almost 35-minute matchup. These guys had a lot of time to definitely display what they could do. But in the end, Roman Reigns is kind of promo saying that there's no one left. There's no one left. Then he hits them with the acknowledge me. And then we hear the familiar song, the familiar theme song of Brock Lesnar. Welcome back, Brock. We haven't seen the ass since WrestleMania. And it looks like we're going to be going back to the well with Brock versus Roman. The only reason I am interested in seeing this match one more time, because God knows this match has been done more than fucking anything. The only reason why I want to see this match one more time is because I feel like both men got hurt during WrestleMania, which was true. Roman separated his shoulder. Brock was hurt. We didn't get to see what that match was supposed to be. It was being reported that that matchup was supposed to be an absolute bloodbath. Now, I don't know how many people fuck with Billy Body. I know he's a bit of a controversial dude, but a lot of times when he says something, it does happened to be true and Billy Body did say on Conan's podcast keeping it 100 he did say that that matchup was supposed to be a bloody brawl we did not get that at Wrestlemania it did seem like Roman was injured when uh, Brock hit the well when Brock had the Kimura lock on Roman it did seem like Brock Lesnar got a little knocked loopy when he hit that diving or jumping spear into the guardrails so, with that being said, I want to see them run it back one more time. Let's have that bloodbath. But then let's be done with this. Let Roman move on. Let Brock move on. I, I, don't, I don't think that, you know, there's too much shelf life left in a Brock and Roman feud because they have legit gone to the well more than enough times. But overall, SmackDown was a fucking great show. I enjoyed it, especially for that main event. I mean, shit, even Happy Corbin and Mad Cat Moss had a pretty good matchup. 
in the end, people are going to leave that main event happy. People left the show happy. On a night that WWE was surrounded with a lot of eyes, a lot of people tuned in to see what's Vince going to say, what's Vince going to do. If you stayed in for the whole show, you were happy with SmackDown because that main event. When we come back from this commercial break, we're going to give a quick synopsis of our thoughts on AEW Dynamite. We, we went full in detail on the Circle of Debate, so check out the Circle of Debate podcast. So check that out from last night. But when we come back, we're talking about AEW Dynamite. So stay tuned. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawke as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Greetings and salutations. It's your man CD, Fallen Angel, Christopher Daniels. Now, I'm not just a world-traveled professional wrestler and the man with the perfect shaped head to be bald for the rest of his life. I'm also the head of talent relations for All Elite Wrestling. And as such, I am not allowed to lie. It's in my contract. So when I tell you that Mike DeNiro and the Wrestling DeLorean podcast is available every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, you know I'm telling you the truth. Now, Mike talks about classic WWF, WCW, ECW, and TNA reviews, as well as doing modern news for AEW, WWE, Impact Wrestling, New Japan, and all the things that are happening in the world of professional wrestling today. So why don't you give it a listen and just remember that Christopher Daniels was the one that sent you. And uh, enjoy the podcast. Take care, everyone. I enjoyed AEW Dynamite from this past Wednesday. It was a really good show. We had the shocking ending with the Young Bucks becoming two-time AEW Tag Team Champions in what was a phenomenal ladder match. A ladder match that had crazy insane spot after crazy insane spot after crazy insane spot. Of course, this ladder match was supposed to involve the Hardy Boys. I don't really want to get too much into Jeff Hardy's DUI. I talked about it last night on the Circle of Debate. I think that, you know, it's a damn shame. And 
I'm happy that he's finally getting help, but I think that if Jeff Hardy doesn't, you know, clean up his act, I think that he's done. And I also said that last night, I think that a healthy Jeff Hardy that doesn't wrestle anymore is a lot better than a Jeff Hardy who still has his demons still wrestling because, I don't know, man, at this point, he, he really needs to take rehab serious. He really needs to get help, and he really needs to turn his life around. Anyway, the Hardy Boys was not in this matchup. The Young Bucks win, and then after that, we finally got the turn. Christian Cage turns on Jungle Boy, hits the, I was about to say unprettier, but hits the, well, before he hit the concerto, he hits the kill switch, then does the concerto, all in front of Jungle Boy's mom and sister. There was footage after the show of him going to Jungle Boy's mom and saying that you raised a piece of shit. That is brutal. Anyway, really, really fun shit here. Great to see Christian Cage finally as a heel. I always thought that Christian Cage was a better heel than he was a babyface, so I'm really interested to see what they're going to do here. It's a damn shame that Christian Cage was on this show for over almost two years and had very little storyline, had very little in-ring action. Christian Cage now, I think, is going to really be a problem in AEW. Shout out to all the New Japan Pro Wrestling talent that wrestled on Dominion past Sunday and just a few days later was here on AEW Dynamite. We had appearances by Jay White. We had appearances by the United Empire. We had appearances by El Desperado. So... A lot of people that wrestled in Japan just a few days later was in St. Louis for Dynamite. Speaking of Jay White, Jay White made it known that not Hangman nor Adam Cole is getting a title shot. So I'm now interested to see what's the IWGP championship matchup going to be at Forbidden Door. Are we going to get a three-way? Are we going to get a four-way if Okada is indeed going to be there? I said last night, I think that we should have one of two things. Either you have Adam Cole versus Hangman Page in the opening matchup, and the winner goes on later that night to go against Jay White, or you just have Adam Cole versus Hangman Page, and you have Jay White defending his title in a mystery opponent matchup. Open challenge. And in my dream scenario, that open challenge would be answered by the cleaner, Kenny Omega, making his day well, making his return to AEW. And then you will have Jay White retain. Maybe Adam Cole comes out. He doesn't even have to turn on anybody. He doesn't have to do anything. Adam Cole comes out. Kenny Omega's distracted, being like, what are you doing out here? Jay White turns Kenny Omega over, hits the Blade Runner, one, two, three, and then... Not only do you have Jay White retain, but in the same token, now you could start the whole Civil War storyline between Adam Cole, the Undisputed Elite, and Kenny Omega. Which, in my opinion, what you have is eventually you break off both and you have a babyface Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks feuding against a heel Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, and Bobby Fish. We also saw... Will Ospreay on this show have an absolute barn burner classic against Dax Hardwood. 
Will Ospreay was the man I was very, very surprised with the most. I just gave a respect to all the New Japan talent that wrestled on Dominion and was here on the show, but most of that talent just appeared on this show. Will Ospreay had a long, brutal, hard-hitting matchup on Dominion in Japan against Sonata for the United States IWGP Champion, wins the United States IWGP Champion, and then comes to the United States just a few days later and has an absolute hard-hitting, brutal matchup against Dax Harwood, who, by the way, is proving that not only is he in one of the best tag teams in wrestling, but he very well may be one of the best singles wrestlers in wrestling as well. He put on a phenomenal matchup. These two have great chemistry. It looks like what we're going to be getting at Forbidden Door is a four-on-four match. Aussie Open, Jeff Cobb, and the great Okan versus the Rapungi Vice and FTR. But it is also announced that we'll be getting Will Ospreay versus the return of Orange Cassidy. A lot of people are upset about that. They think that Orange Cassidy is not worthy of a Will Ospreay matchup. But I think that is going to be a really good matchup. Orange Cassidy is not just all comedy. We've seen when Orange Cassidy has to get serious, he could go. So I'm not mad at it. Also on the show, Miro, he is now going on to the four-way at Forbidden Door for the All-Atlantic champion I am happy about that I think that either Miro or Pac needs to win this title but speaking of Miro and Pac I'm intrigued do you guys remember when Miro first came to AEW he was on busted open radio and he said that he's excited for new matches but the one guy he refuses to face is Pac because Pac injured him in the WWE and there was a bit of a bad blood there now the guy that he refused to wrestle is in the same match with him. So let's see how that plays out. But I think one of those two one of those two guys should win the All Atlantic Elite or all what is what is the title? The All Atlantic Champion? I don't know. All Atlantic Elite Champion. Whatever it's called. I think it's a stupid name for a title because you're featuring talent from Japan. And last time I checked, Japan is in the Pacific, not the Atlantic, but whatever. Anyway, also, we have Ortiz is now shaved bald. He lost the hair versus hair match to Chris Jericho. Later on, well, also Sammy Guevara revealed to be the newest member of the Jericho Appreciation Society, which now means the Jericho Appreciation Society is slowly morphing into the inner circle again, being that you have three former members of the inner circle in the Jericho Appreciation Society. I'm not a big fan of that. I feel like that kind of waters down the... JAS. But it was announced that it's going to be at uh, Forbidden Door. Chris Jericho teaming up with the legendary Minoru Suzuki and the Spanish god Sammy Guevara going up against three on three Shota, Eddie Kingston, and Wheeler Yuta. That should be a really good matchup. I'm really excited and hype for Blood and Guts the week after Forbidden Door. But with all that being said, I'm really excited for Forbidden Door. A lot of great matches already signed. A lot of New Japan versus uh, AEW matches. I'm really hyped for the Tanahashi versus Jon Moxley match. And I feel like this week really built that matchup really well. And I hope that matchup delivers. Altogether, I think Forbidden Door is going to be great. 
I'm happy with the direction of AEW. If you want to hear my full in-depth match-on-match thoughts, segment-by-segment thoughts, check out the Circle of Debate podcast. I love you all. Hope everyone has a great Father's Day this weekend. I hope everyone has a great weekend. Check out AAA. Triple A. Check out Slammiversary on Sunday, the 20-year anniversary of Impact Wrestling, a company that is near and dear to my heart. And then check me out here on Monday for the Wrestling DeLorean podcast. I love you guys. Take care. Tough in the hood, till the wolves come. Bitches let a drink in the club, till the wolves come. Surrounded by the sheep in the street, till the wolves come. Everyone strip on the floor, we the wolves done. Who can fuck with the Nero? I got a Snyder extender clip, so who wanna play hero? Go bad shit like Ozzy, I was born in the darkness. Oh, you the wolf till we pull up and you're harmless. So pray to Oliver Don, daughter, the top shotter, the top spot, final boss you cross, that's when you ride stop. Basquiat with that white chalk, trigger finger streets, while leave your brains on the sidewalk. Niggas that get tough in the hood, till the wolves come. Bitches let a drink in the club, till the wolves come. Surrounded by the sheep in the street, till the wolves come. Everyone strip on the floor, till the wolves done. Heard them got them niggas, they be moving in the packs. Think the shit is sweet, they be plotting in the back. Summertime, better be careful where you at. No matter Addy, nigga, we gon' get you where you lack. Dipping, creeping through the night is precise. Catching nigga slipping for his ice worth your life. Answers yes, well, did nigga pay your price? Right or wrong, when you see the moon, it's on sight. South Bronx, midnight, niggas moving packs cause they hunting. I'm moving packs of that onion, but probably packing them something. Catch him slipping with them coals and he ain't telling us nothing. Catch a nigga fooling twice and then I'm pressing that button. Send his ass away, permanent vacate and start bluffing. Must have moved to Honolulu, changed his name to McLovin. Said you know what you know, that's for the pack to remember. And if a nigga leaking these, we gotta. Niggas say the dead don't talk, but that money do If I put a hole in his melon, I bet his honey do Shorty keep crying and screaming like that's helping you Bullets gave his brain a period for that decimal Niggas that get tough in the hood, till the wolves come Bitches let a drink in the club, till the wolves come Surrounded by the sheep in the street, till the wolves come Everyone strip on the floor, till the wolves done Heard them got them niggas, they be moving in the packs Think the shit is sweet, they be plotting in the back Summertime, better be careful where you're at No matter Addy, nigga, we gon' get you where you lack Dipping, creeping through the night, it's precise Catch a nigga slipping for his ice, worth your life Answers yes, well, did nigga pay your price Right or wrong, when you see the moon, it's on sight This episode is brought to you by Columbia Sportswear It's snowing again And that wind chill is killer. But you're not worried about that because you shop the Omni Heat Infinity Collection. It's warmth perfected with tiny gold dots that reflect your body heat inside and protect you from the cold outside. No snow or chilly temps can stop you now. Go out anyway. Shop the Omni Heat Infinity Collection now at Columbia.com slash infinity. Expressing your love can look many different ways. And with the right jewelry gift from Blue Nile, it can truly sparkle. Blue Nile's collection of classic diamond jewelry makes for the kind of gift that speaks volumes without saying a single word. Or switch things up with a sapphire piece sure to spark conversation. Either way, Blue Nile's diamond guarantee ensures you get the highest quality at the best price. Express yourself with Blue Nile, the original online jeweler, at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. 
From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.